0: welcome back to The Activity
1: Continues. I'm Megan. And I'm Amy. And we're so glad you're back. It is January 20th today, and it's cold. And we are drinking, we're both drinking Baileys. Yes. In mugs. In mugs. I have coffee in mine, but it is decaf because it's nighttime. Yeah. Uh, It's 8.50 tonight
0: PM. I've got, um, it's in a mug that says naughty with a little Santa hat. Um, And my mother-in-law gave that to me for Christmas with a matching one that says nice. Oh, cute. I know, but I didn't want to put the alcohol in the nice one because.
1: Would sully it? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to taint it. (laughs) Okay. So this is our second episode and we we had a blast doing the first one. We hope you guys had fun listening to it. I hope so. I had fun editing it. I tell you, it took me an entire day because we did end up talking for like two plus hours and I had yeah. to edit it down. Uh we blabbed for I think it was 18 minutes before we actually got into any sort of content. And so Well, in our defense, we haven't really talked.
0: Like we text obviously right. back and forth, but we haven't, I think the last time we saw each other, like and talked with our vocal cords and not our hands, was the um the comedy show we went to and that oh. was when was yeah, that? That was maybe. December for sure. Yeah. Or was it November? Yeah. Oh, it was funny. I forget her name, but John still talks about her. He actually
1: just talked about her. Mary Mack. Her oh, name was God. Mary Mack. He loved her. She loved her. was hilarious. Yeah, she was so funny. Yeah, we went to Acme Comedy Club and saw Mary Mack and a couple other people. And it was, it was very funny. It was so funny. She's yeah. good. Yeah, she is. She was really good. Um, yeah. So that was probably the last time we saw each other. Yeah. Um, so that's probably why we gabbed. You know what? I minutes. think actually, I think it was in October because
0: <gasps> that's I right. Was it, was your it was because birth-
1: I brought you a, a gift, but it was because it was your birthday. Yes. Holy shit. Because at Acme, you get for your birthday month, you can get free tickets. And mm-hmm. I got free tickets. And since your birthday is in October, also, yeah, the four of us went. Yep. It was October. What? No. Time flies. Oh, my God. It's not even funny. Time flies in a pandemic. And the older you get, the worse it gets. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Amy got a really funny clip of me trying to start a sentence four times. Oh, my God. Yeah. Megan's like, (laughs) how's the editing going? And I'm like, I am laughing my ass off. I know. I should just make it a ringtone. It was hilarious. It was so funny. (laughs) Oh, boy. So, yeah, which brings me to I'm skipping around a little bit on our That's list fine. of things to do. But things like that, I think, would be really fun to give to um, to people who might like the show. Mm-hmm. And so I think we should think about if we want to do a Patreon. Yeah. I think that would be a fun way to give people some extra stuff if they want to support us mm-hmm. financially. I mean, it'd be cheap. Yeah. Yeah. You know. We're not going to be a $5 a month. Oh, Lord. Gosh, that's the dream, right? I know. Would that be nice? (laughs) If you give us a nickel. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't let you go down that low, but it does let you go to a dollar. So that would be $12 a year. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty easy to handle. Lisa, can I have some more money? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So if you guys are listening, if anybody thinks that we should do a Patreon, um, send us an email. DM us, whatever, let us know if you think that would be a good idea. Also, we would like to take recommendations for your favorite episodes of The Dead Files that you would like us to cover. So go ahead and send us a message on the website or um, email us or DM us Mm -hmm. or however you want to reach us. There's lots and lots of ways. All the socials and everything is in the description of this mm-hmm. episode. So you can find it all there.
0: And the email is theactivitycontinues at gmail.
1: At gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, we would love to tell your ghost stories. If you yes. have any paranormal stuff that you want to tell us. So hit us Send up with that. It in. Too.
0: Yeah. Because... We've had our own experiences yep. and we would love to hear about yours Yeah, because Amy has had some wicked ones. Her last <laughs> house was soups haunted.
1: Yes, yeah, it was definitely haunted. Def- yeah, definitely. And um, in fact, the other podcast I have came about because yes. Melissa mm-hmm. met a ghost at our house. And told me about it. And I started researching the person because it was a famous person. Mm -hmm. And uh, it led to doing a podcast. I don't know if Melissa is like a medium, but she's definitely sensitive. And she sees Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And speaking of Melissa, she is the one that wrote this lovely theme song for this podcast. It It was the first time I heard it.
0: Chills. Like, yes, so good. So good. I want to make it a ringtone.
1: Oh, that's it. a good idea. See, that's something we could do and put on Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's so amazing. She's I, so talented. Yeah, She has she her is. own podcast. She's Actually, I think she has like 10 podcasts, to be honest with you. <laughs> but her, her main biggest podcast is called The Skylark Bell. And it is her reading and, and sort of acting out to a story that she wrote. She originally started writing it many years ago. And then kind of left it go for a little bit and then brought it back out. And I actually I told her she should make a podcast out of it. And she's like, what, What's a podcast? <laughs> so um I, I kinda, oh how cute. <laughs> I gotta get her obsessed with that a little bit. And um, so I created a monster now. Like I said, she has I think she has 10 podcasts. But at any anyway, rate, we wanted to give Melissa um a, a shout out. A shout-out because she did an amazing job, and she always does. She wrote mm-hmm. the song for my other other podcast, Collected yeah. Sounds. Which oh, is I a, love that one! The story song. you just read on it. Oh my god, I I forget what it's called,
0: but man, it was so. It's the one with all the metaphors where the the person is
1: talking about like Lydia
0: lost her heart or her she gave her heart away, and it was
1: so good. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The last episode of Collected Sounds, I read the story called The Eyes Have It by Frank K. Dick.
0: Oh my God, it takes so funny.
1: It's about a man who's reading a story or a book and he's taking everything that is written very literally. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. like her eyes followed him down the garden path. He thinks her eyes fell out of her head and rolled behind the guy down the path. And And she
0: gave him her heart and he was like, how is she surviving without a heart? How could she live without a heart? Yeah, I put it on to go to sleep. Um, no offense, Amy. I always feel weird oh, when I say that's that. That's what it's but, for. And then I'm like, okay, but I can't go to sleep because this is like so interesting. So. It was
1: funny. It was a funny one. It was a good. Yeah. One. The other ones I did are all ghost stories, but um, but that was a funny one. Yeah. I picked a funny one. A and one.
0: ironically, I can't listen to those before bed because I get too scared. <laughs> <laughs> 37 years
1: old. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> and then yeah, there's me that listens to um, forensic files to go to sleep. Okay, but that's different. But I know you that's, do too. I, I do. Only to nap though. I yeah, can't. I did. I, yeah. Oh, I listen oh. at night too. But I did take a forensic files nap today. I was watching Yellow Jackets. I started watching that because mm-hmm. I had a friend that was basically threatening me mm-hmm. to watch it. Aggressive. And so I had to go get my 30-day free trial of yeah. Showtime so I could mm-hmm. watch it. And it is very good. But I started to fall asleep toward the end of the episode I watched today. And it's not because it wasn't good. It was very, very good. But I was yeah. just tired. Well, you'd been up since four. And so I was like, flip on, forensic yep. files, and conk. I tell you what, forensic files
0: and Sir David Attenborough's BBC documentaries, uh-huh. the- Best
1: naps, yeah, in the world. Yeah, yeah, he's
0: got oh. a great place. Ain't no nap like a forensic files nap.
1: That is I tell you what, true. Oh, God, that is so a sound good. bite right there.
0: Yeah, oh, Peter <laughs> Thomas, rest in peace, man. <sighs> you were, you
1: had it going on. Yeah, he did. All right, I suppose we should get into it. Yes, today Megan's going to go first, and she is covering season ten, episode seven, which is called "The Cult." And it originally aired on July 27th, 2018. And Amy
0: will be covering an episode that aired January 24th, 2014. So almost 12 exact years ago um, called Innocent. Wait, is that right? No, eight years. Oh God, man. I was going to say that seems really long, but yeah. no, eight years ago called Innocent Blood. And it is from season three. But there's again with the Hulu thing, some confusion about the episode number. So on Hulu, it is season three, episode 12. Um, But on Discovery Plus, it's season um, three, episode 13. And then on Wikipedia, it's actually season three, episode 14.
1: Yeah, I don't know why. I didn't look into why Wikipedia is different. Mm -hmm. But the difference between Hulu and Discovery is that Discovery Plus has an extra episode at the beginning of season three that is not on Hulu. Is that the lost one? I don't know if it's that, the lost one. No, that's one. That
0: season two. That's season two. Yeah. That one's neat. I'm, you know, I think maybe
1: one of us could cover that because that just talks about how the show got started. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I I did link to that one in the show notes of the last episode. So yes, you guys can okay. go watch that. Megan is going to go first tonight. Since I went first last time. That's called
0: sharing and taking turns. So this one, this one's heavy, you guys. This is um, mentioned. So it's called The Cult. And um, this is covering the house where um, the Tate and LaBianca murders took place uh, back in the 60s. So definitely a lot of negative shit associated with this house Um, and as we'll see it actually goes back way before those murders Um, and so it starts with um, you know Steve interviewing Nancy and so Nancy's this really lovely lady she bought this house with her own money and she was so excited to buy it this is her dream house and she thinks it's trying to kill her Um, the interview with with her and Steve is she's very emotional she's crying she said she feels like she's trapped in hell she said she feels punished every day. And she said some days she doesn't want to wake up. Like it's just terrible there. She said Thanks. she's experienced the paranormal since she was young. Some things that she says, she'll hear footsteps throughout the house. She sees shadow figures, which are never good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She gets touched. She'll wake up and, and we'll go into that in, in a bit, but she, she'll she wake up with bruises. She has nightmares, and since moving in, she's had extreme health issues. She's developed MS. She's oh, developed geez. a brain tumor. She's going blind in her left eye. Uh, sometimes she can't feel her legs. So lots going on medical wise because of this house. Um, and so Steve, you know, was like, "Why don't you just move? Like fucking leave?" And she can't. She says she has to stay financially, which. You know, it's, it's tough using, it's tough to just pack up and sell a house. Like some people can't, you know, can't just be like, all right, well, it's Tuesday. I'm going to sell my house on Thursday and move on Friday.
1: <laughs> yeah So they
0: go in the master bedroom and this is where a lot of the activity is. She'll get touched. She said she gets caressed there. Um, like I said, she wakes up bruised. Like she's been grabbed. Like she'll see actual like handprints on her skin, but she lives alone. She says she has strong mood swings. She'll go from zero to I want to fucking murder somebody. She even says, you know, I'll go from zero to I want to kill my cat. And and just like in the blink of an eye. She said she feels like somebody is attached to her or something is attached to her. Her friends tell her they don't want to be around her anymore. They say she's yes. not the same person. Part okay. of it is because of these mood swings. You know, she'll just get furious i don't blame her friends you know i wouldn't want to be around somebody like that yeah in the master bedroom she sees a shadow figure um she thinks it's a man just gives off that energy and she says other people in the house see it too like friends that have visited she said they will actually answer the door thinking there's somebody there they see somebody passing outside and they'll go to answer the door um no thank you
1: no no thank you
0: I need an old priest and a young priest. (laughs) Um, She (laughs) she says she has extreme nightmares. Um, She says it's tough for her to sleep. She doesn't get a lot of sleep. Um, She said she's being, she dreams she's being attacked by a demon. Um, And she said she feels like it's intentionally attacking her. Like this isn't just a, you know, like a a dream. She said she feels like it's intentional. Mm -hmm. So then they interview a couple, Steve interviews a couple of her friends. Her first friend is Jody. Um, she agrees the house is causing Nancy's health to decline. She said she was totally fine. She was vivacious. She was the life of the party. She didn't say her smile lit up a room. So that's good to know. <laughs> well, then she's not going to get murdered. She's not going to get right murdered. Away. Yeah. But she said she'll get angry for no reason. And then when Jody said she's in the house, she said she has a creepy feeling. She doesn't like being there alone. She said she feels like somebody is standing behind her watching her, and she oh, does Christ. want Nancy to leave. She wants her to get out. Then we move to Nicole. Nicole is one of my favorites in this episode because she's very like she's a sensitive too. And mm-hmm. during the reveal, you know, she, both her and Nancy say that they felt people die before. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole said she's felt people take her own their own lives, <gasps> and you know, Nicole is like, I, I don't know how you do this. Like, I couldn't do it. I'm like same Nicole. <laughs> I I don't it's it's a, a gift that I would not want. Yeah. Um so Nicole has known Nancy for 12 wish 12, 13 years. She said that she spent the night there before she had a nightmare. She dreamt she was being pulled on, like pulled down. Um, And she said she felt she was clawing up at something, a higher power, almost like trying to reach for help. And she said hands were holding her back. Something was holding her, pulling her back in the dream. Um, Uh She said she feels it's a demonic dream. She gets hit throughout the house. She said she'll get hit in the neck. She'll feel cut. Um, and she a thousand percent thinks Nancy is in danger. She talks about her health declining. She said, Nancy isn't getting better. She's getting worse yeah. from being in this house. So
1: what do you think here?
0: Death. And so then we go to the outside investigation. And so here's where we learn about the Manson family. And so this place is two miles from Spahn Ranch, which, as you may or may not know, is the name of the ranch where the Manson family hung out and you know did their fucking shit. <laughs> so in 1969 we have the infamous Tate and LaBianca murder. So this is where Sharon Tate and five of her friends were brutally murdered. And then the next night the LaBiancas and I forget their names and I'm very sorry. Um they were murdered in their house um the next night by the 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 was it four women? I think it was for women because I remember the trial. I don't remember the trial. I was negative like 30
1: years. but <laughs> I was alive, I think. <laughs>
0: what? Yeah, you might have been, You, but you were young, young, young.
1: Yeah, I didn't know anything um, about it until it was much, much older. Yeah.
0: So then there was also Donald Shea and he was actually murdered on Spawn Ranch. And oh. they think Manson was worried that he would tell what they had done at the Tate murder and the la Bianca murder and so they stabbed him and they hit him over the head with a shovel and that's how he died oh, i didn't know about him also i didn't know this either there was a second cult closer to the property that spawn ranch oh, yeah. it was about a half a mile away it was called the fountain of the world um, and it was run by a man named francis penkovic penkovic he was a jewish world war ii vet Um, And he believed he was Jesus Christ and he renamed himself Krishna Venta. And so, um, as with many cult leaders, he was taking money from his patrons and spending that money in Vegas. Uh, He would go to Vegas, not saying many cult leaders do this, but many cult leaders misuse funds. Of course. Um, Jim Jones, Jim Jones. Yes. Yeah. So he also began sleeping with his followers' wives. Mm, Not great. So in 1958, two former followers of his um, strapped 20 sticks of dynamite to themselves and did a suicide bomber mission and killed him. 10 people were killed in total. And then in 1968, it was actually rumored that Charles Manson visited this cult, and it was rumored that that is where he got. Some of his beliefs for his own okay fucked up. This way. is great. I'm gonna start my own. Yeah, yeah. Gross. Fucking cults. Call your dad. So then we go to Dina Rivera Pitt, and I hope I'm saying her name right. And she was a historian. So here's where we get some history on the actual property. So Miguel Leon was a French baron, and he came into the area in 1854 to settle down. Here's where we get our f- super great white men and indigenous people <laughs> interaction. So in 1859, he entered into a common law marriage with, with an indigenous woman um, named Esperatu. They call in the show they call that they called her Native American, but I think we don't use that term anymore. Um, if we do, I apologize. Um, I thought it was indigenous. Um, indigenous
1: people. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I thought Native American was still okay, but I know mostly you say yeah. indigenous. Yeah. So, and he had a violent
0: streak. Um, he was obsessed with expanding his real estate empire and and expanding his wealth. And so, essentially, he ended up uh, tricking his father in law into signing over the land to Miguel to protect it from the United States government because his father in law was an indigenous person. And then just never signed it back. Yes, kept it. So once he had his property, um, he then turned his sights to his neighbor's property and he hounded them until they left, burned their crops, bribed judges, he intimidated witnesses, pretty much whatever he could do to get property, he did, and eventually ended up with eleven thousand acres um, to his name. Yeah, mm, pretty big area. So while traveling through the Kwanga Pass with three other people, Somehow he fell off of the wagon as was crushed by the wheels. And so he died by good riddance. So then this is the last bit of history. And then we're getting to Amy's walk. So then we go to retired officer, Cheryl Dorsey, and she is amazing. I love her hair. It's like very beautiful, like African-American
1: curly hair, but it's oh. great. Which is so great. Yeah, I saw a picture of her when I was... Oh, it was
0: gorgeous. She's yeah, the thumbnail in in um, Discovery Plus when you click on the thumbnail for the yep, episode. that's what I saw. Yep. yep. So um, I didn't quite catch all the names. In 1973, there was a woman named Alice, and she and her husband purchased the house. And then in 1977... Alice was killed in a car accident. She was broadsided by another car. This car was going seventy miles an hour. Jeez. Her car was hit so fast that the engine shot out mm. of her car. So that's how hard that she can was happen. Hit. I guess so. That's what. Listen, Steve said it. So it was on the TV show. Well, if Steve said it, if Steve said show. it, and it was on TV, yeah, that doesn't lie. Yep. So she had multiple injuries internal injury she died on the scene and so that's kind of the last bit of history we get and then we get to amy's walk um immediately when she arrives she's just like she feels the negativity and she she hates this place she said she feels like a black hole
1: Mm.
0: i'm hearing you are literally
1: in the pit of hell (laughs) jeez
0: so she said the living and the dead are are so meshed that they're kind of living in re- each other's realities. Um, she said there's two sensitives who are consistently on the property. And I believe that's Nancy and that's Nicole, because they both said that they're mm-hmm. sensitives. And most of the entities that are there are negative. There are very few positive things in this area, which given the, sh- the history of the area, yeah. I
1: I don't. No surprise. No surprise. Yeah.
0: So she goes in the, in the living room and she has a lot of physical pain there. She has pain in her neck, pain in her head, pain in her stomach. Oh, she said there's a dead woman tied to a living person, and, she, and the dead woman hates the living person, mm-hmm. hates her. She said that the dead woman feels trapped by the living person, and she said she's making a weird noise, a combination of growling and screaming. And she wants to bite the living person. Um, And then she also says there's negative energy. What most people would call a a demon lives in that house. Oh, God. And so she said the living can hear her breathing. And the living would see shadow people going back and forth. Um, And so she goes into the master bedroom. And she said the person in here would have nightmares constantly. She said she doesn't know how anybody sleeps in this room but she sees um, something crawl out from under the bed, like a, a bug creature. <gasps> I thought I saw something crawling from out under the bed, which they might,
1: actually. Oh. She,
0: said she has head pain again. And she said the pain is awful. She's just excruciating. And she said this is where the the demon lives, is in that bedroom. So then we go outside. And Amy said everything around this house should be demolished. She oh, said God. it should just be raised. Just um, knock it she, down. Yeah, just knock it the fuck down. I don't I don't know why anybody would want to live in that house, to be completely honest. The history, mm-hmm. the brutal, brutal death, mm-hmm. I can't imagine. And then she herself suddenly gets enraged on camera. She said, I'm suddenly super enraged. She said, I can feel my blood pressure going. Amy up. did? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. She doesn't really change. She just says, I'm enraged. She knows it's I'm coming. Yep. She knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. And she said the dead come from all over. Um, She said somebody is bringing the dead here and she thinks it might be the sensitives. She thinks they might be attracted to them mm. because they're sensitives and they, mm-hmm. you know, the dead might feel like they can help them. Yeah. So she sees eight people who were murdered within the last 60 years. She said she saw five people grouped together who died together and then a two people who died together. And then she said she had a horrible pain on her face, just like um, she was hit in the head. And then she said she saw another male who died, but not with a group of uh, the seven that she saw. She said he, she feels like he was hit in the head. And then she sees a young woman in her twenties. And this person, this woman is trying to stop Amy from going further. She said, you don't want this. She told Amy to turn around. And then Amy said, she showed her blood. She just said blood everywhere. Uh. So then we cut to the reveal. No, we don't cut to the reveal. I'm cutting to the reveal. (laughs) So Amy meets with So it's Nancy, the owner of the house, and her friend, Nicole, who's the other um, sensitive. And so um, she said, Amy tells Nancy that there are environmental factors associated with house that are drawing the dead and also drawing the living, Um, she says, it attracts the living um, sensitives by kind of giving them positive vibes. You walk in and initially you're like, this is a great house this is my dream house. Um, but she said, it's, it's totally false. She said, mm. there's so much negative in this, in this area. And then she talked about, she saw five people on a couch, which was the the Tate murders. She saw two people on a love seat, which was the LaBianca's. And then she said, um, she witnessed the murder of, of Sharon Tate, which good
1: God. I know. I, and I saw this one. A long time ago. Yeah, and you were the remember, one that told me to watch it. Yes, and yeah. I remember I I t- I was like, you have to watch this one. You have to watch this one. And I yeah. had forgotten most of what you just talked about, but I do remember Amy saying that she saw Sharon Tate's murder. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I mean...
0: One, I mean, I know that every murder is terrible, but I feel like that has to be
1: one of the worst. It's one of the real bad ones because she was pregnant and there, that whole thing, too. Yeah, Yeah, I can't.
0: Who, Roman Polanski, is that who she was married to?
1: I think so. Yeah, I,
0: yeah. So, um, then she showed, um, the two sketches, the screaming woman and the demon. Okay, do
1: you want to, uh, do you want me to show those? Sure. Okay, so. The first one Oof. is the one where the thing is on somebody's back. On right? somebody's
0: back. Yep. And so in the sketch, this the head, the, the woman is on this person's back and is tilting her, like pushing their head down to expose their neck, kind of like a vampire would. And is trying to bite their neck. And she's got this look of just pure rage on her face. And she's kind of crouched on the back with her knees drawn up. Like a piggyback
1: ride, essentially, Yeah. But a, a, a yeah.
0: very bad one. She's, like, hanging on
1: her back, like, yeah. yeah.
0: And trying to bite her neck. I'll post these um, on
1: socials, yeah. too, by the way.
0: And then the other sketch was a demon. And holy, my friend um, said that it kind of looks like Roger from American Dad, um, but, like, a dark Roger. So it's oh. got a huge, um, very, very dark, long, straight hair and Amy was very specific it does not have a jaw so the lower jaw is completely gone oh yeah yep and so it looks thought, like
1: it looks like bird feet it looks like yeah. it has claws too yes. oh, you can't really yep. see that that well. yep
0: so yeah she said it she specifically talked about the claws and how that's what she saw so um she told Nancy she cannot stay there which fucking duh yeah Um, she said, you cannot stay here. She said, whatever is here is going to continually try to hurt you. Um, So she told her when she is ready to leave the house forever, she needs to get a Reiki master and a psychic knower. Um, The psychic knower will help the screaming woman detach from Nancy and move on. So Nancy can, you know, start fresh somewhere Mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. So the the end of it said, "Nancy is looking for a new house and... The activity continues.
1: So it doesn't say anything about if she got the Reiki master. You know what? It it might have. I can't remember. My bad. I don't remember either. I just, yeah, I, yeah. I always wonder, you know, like they sit there at these reveals and she's told them they should go where they're going to die. Mm-hmm. And then they go, oh, yep, we're going to do it. And Steve says, are you going to take Amy's advice? And they say, yep, absolutely. Absolutely. My family's more important than my house. And then they do the update six weeks later. um, Yeah, we're thinking about looking for another house. I'm sorry. I don't think I would have gone home that night. I would have been in a hotel that night and I would not have gone back.
0: I would be staying with Amy.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I would be like, Amy. Um there's a demon in my house. <laughs> You're absolutely free to stay with me if you have a demon in your house.
0: No, I would not go back. I I mean it's like the Amityville Horror. 28 days and they fled with the clothes on their back. That's what And you know what is crazy about that one is nobody else who's lived in that house has said they've had any activity.
1: That's so weird. And so do you think that um like the demon and spirit people are um, are actually doing something to living people who are there, but they're not sensitive, so yeah. they don't know what's happening? I mean, do you think there's still, a, like, they attach themselves to other people and hung around on other people's backs, but because they're not sensitive, they uh, didn't feel it?
0: Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That I've never thought of that because I know with the Amityville house, um, there's a lot of controversy with that family and there's a lot of talk that they faked it, but that's a really good point. Maybe people who are just completely null can't, but you would think that they would or they would hear the objects moving or the doors opening or, you know, when they get really scary Mm -hmm. and they move all the furniture.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah
0: scares me. No, thank you. Hard pass. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one. You did a good job. Thank you. Thank you. Now I'm excited to, to listen to yours. the power of stories anywhere anytime with audible immerse yourself in gripping stories insightful knowledge and captivating characters anytime anywhere audible is your library on the go with hundreds of thousands of titles across every genre there's a world of reading waiting for your ears listen while you cook clean or commute free your eyes to conquer your day all while feeding your mind Start your 30-day free trial today and discover the joy of listening. Go to audibletrial.com TAC. That stands for The Activity Continues. With your free 30-day trial, you get one credit, two credits if you're a Prime member, good for any premium selection titles you like, yours to keep. You get the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. Listen all you want, no credits needed. Again, that is audibletrial.com slash TAC. Skip the shopping struggle. Get curated outfits picked by stylists who know your taste.
0: Hey everyone, AP here, and really wanted to talk to you about Wantable, which I love because I hate going to the store to try clothes on. I don't like being in the dressing rooms, the lighting's always bad, the mirrors aren't great. I'd rather try things on in the comfort of my own home. So I use Wannable to treat myself. Go in and select a style edit, have them send that to me, get surprised by the different items that might be in there. Some are outside my comfort zone, but it's funny how when I try those on, they end up being some of my most favorite items. I have a handful of items in my wardrobe right now that I have worn several times in the last
1: couple months, and they're gonna get continued use highly recommend you check out Wantable. Get $25 off your first order by going to theactivitycontinues.com/wantable. Free shipping and returns. Wantable, it's your style. Okay. So, I picked mine because when I saw it the first time, I just really I really liked this family. At first, I thought like it was it's a it's a woman Sue and her husband, Joe, mm-hmm. and they have three children. And I thought Joe was kind of like a hard ass and like, I'm all tough and everything. And then we'll, I'll get to it, but it, he changed my mind. Oh, so don't
0: you love it when they do that?
1: Yes. Yeah. So this one, um, this takes place in Rome, New York, which Ooh, another New York, one? another New York, but that's right. I guess I didn't realize I was doing two yeah. New Yorks in a row. So homeowners New York are, represent, <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have a special place in my heart for New York or New York city anyway, but yeah. So I didn't realize that I had picked another New York, yeah, I, mean, I, did. Guess I wasn't really thinking about it, but I just really, I just really liked this one. Yeah. Um, it had some really, it had, well, when, when we get to the end and I tell you what Amy believes she saw, it was the first one of these that I had oh, seen. Really? In the first time she had seen something like this in this TV show. Yeah. Okay, so homeowners are Sue and Joe. They have three kids: Madison, Brooklyn, and Brooklyn is spelled Brook, uh-huh, Lynn. So okay, words. so two words. It's not Brooklyn like Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. Anyway, hey, Brooklyn, Brooklyn and yeah, and uh, the little boy Joey. Named oh, I know. He was a cutie too. Um, I think, I think I want to say Brooklyn was eight. Joey was maybe 5 and Madison was a little bit older than Brooklyn mm-hmm. 10 or I forgot how old she is. Anyway, at some point months previous, Sue had moved out with the kids because the activity in the house was so bad and because it was affecting Joe his his um anger. It was it was making him angry and changing his personality and so she she left with Mm -hmm. the kids Mm -hmm. and she was gone for, I don't know, several months. Mm -hmm. And she had recently come back and Steve asked her why she came back. And she said, because I just didn't want my family to break up. I I didn't want my kids to, you know, be raised by a single mom. And Mm -hmm. I love my husband and I just, I, I want to keep my family. Mm -hmm. So then the first thing Amy sees when she gets there is what she called uh, Native American activity. Sure. This was problems before before the white man. Mm-hmm. There were battles the within these spirits and them really battling with each other. Wow. And Joe had inherited this house from his grandparents, and he's uh-huh. very hesitant to leave. And that was another sure. reason I didn't like him at first because he was like, I don't care, I'm not leaving this my grandparents' house. And I thought he was like being a hard ass. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, your family. It's mm-hmm. more important than a mm-hmm. dumb building. But whatever. Then Steve is talking to him outside in the garage. And...
0: he notice he always talks to the guys in the garage? I know. He talked to Keith, my guy from last <laughs> week, in the garage, too. Let's go out to the garage and talk about the
1: ladies over here and us. And the tools and the sawdust yeah. and we the motor feel like oil. Feeling like amazing. Yeah. Steve is talking to Joe um, outside <laughs> in the garage. And he... He says, so what do you hope, what do you hope we can do? What do you hope is, is going to happen for us? Yeah. I don't want to have to keep things from them. You know, as a dad and as a father, I just want to be there to protect them. And I just want things to stop. Right. It's been tough on your marriage. Yeah, it, it's been tough. It, it's it's weighed pretty hard. You know, it's it's tough to talk about those things because she means everything to me and Without her, I would have no family. And so then I'm like, okay, uncle, you got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You You wore me down. Yep. So what they experience is uh, banging, knocking. The little boy Joey is terrified. He cries in his room all the time. Jesus. Brooklyn, That right there might
0: be enough to me. I know.
1: And Steve always says, too, well, part of the reason we came so quick is that there was a child involved. Yep, yep. And I used to watch ghost hunters Mm -hmm. and was Zach Baggins. No, not that one. Oh, the one, um, the one with um, it's Jason and Jason Hawes. And um, uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. (laughs) I want to say Luke, but that's not right. Anyway. um, Ghost hunters is it's another one where it's a bunch, it's a group of paranormal people that go in and investigate Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they try to debunk everything. Mm -hmm. It's a great show. I watched it for many years. Uh, and it's still on. It's There's another like redux of it or whatever. But anyway, um, Brooklyn hears voices and Steve asks, was the TV on? <laughs> <laughs> Steve. Oh, I didn't think about that. Of course it was the TV. Yeah. No, oh, Steve. I know oh what a TV Steve, sounds like. Guess you can pack up and leave. Right. <laughs> but look at that. You debunked look it. Look at that. It was nothing.
0: It was five minutes in. It was fucking Sesame Street. It was Elmo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh steve i love how he's always trying to find was it the pipes I know. he's so he tries is it a shadow like, you like, boozing? <laughs> You boozing? Yeah, you I'm know pretty. that you know that like the, it's probably the producers are telling yeah. him to say that yeah. because he's, yeah. he's like oh of course they know what a fucking tv sounds yeah. like of yeah. course they know it wasn't a shadow from a car going by it's noon you know yeah. but anyway he still has to ask it I know. And I feel bad for him when he does.
0: Steve's so Su- like this
1: fucking job. I fucking got a TV. <laughs> well, I think he likes the job. He's been at it for a long time. I
0: know that you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> I know. I love Steve. I do too. So Sue also says that in the shower, somebody rubbed her arm. Ooh, yep. And no. another Good time she bye. I know. And another time she felt something touch her inappropriately while she's sitting on the couch next to her husband. So now he's mad, too, because he's like, who's touching my woman, you know? So, so. So, yeah, Amy, um, she sees this, the Native American warriors. And I remember she says that when she gets there and gets out of the car, they're all standing, like, in a line with their bows and arrows drawn, like, at her. But then she talks to them. Yeah. And they are protecting the land. They are okay. there to protect the land. Um, and then she sees this really tall thing outside the house that's trying to enter the house. I don't like asks this. her how tall, and she points basically to the top of the house. She's like, Oh, about that tall. And she's like pointing to the rafter on the top of the second floor. Oh my god. And then she describes it. It's dark, kind of human, definitely not ever been human though. Creepy, tall. The head juts forward, long neck, shoulder blades, and spine thing that sticks out, long fingers, and they drag their fingers along the side of the house. No. And it has pointy teeth. <laughs> so there's your nightmare fuel. Next time we're recording at noon. <laughs> yeah. No. That's a bad one. And it, it, it growls.
0: Oh, well, because of course it does.
1: Course. Why can't then,
0: they ever like purr like a kitten? No. It's always growling like a, a bear and a cougar. <laughs> a booger. A booger.
1: <laughs> yeah, so then Matt asks uh, what they want. And Amy says they want the kids. <gasps> Jesus fucking Christ. Yep. She's walking around yeah, and she's talking mess about with the um, boy like what the kids the hear and stuff. Here. And she... She's talking about the little boy who's, who's scared.
0: Yeah. This one, I just hear crying, uh, crying and things like touching. Oh, this is not good.
1: So, yeah, then she's she goes into the little boy's room and she says she sees him sitting there on his bed and he's crying because he's so scared. Mm-hmm. Then they go to Steve and he's talking to Sue, the mom, about how the little girl Brooklyn is affected. Mm-hmm. Um, and they cut to Amy, who says that they're. Is a line of people coming mm-hmm. out of Brooklyn's room down the hall, down the stairs, and outside dead people uh, basically a parade of dead people that are coming through the house because they want to be moved on and they are so in. Brooklyn's her like a sensitive, like a medium. Yep. So Steve is talking to Joe um, and his talking about his grandparents living there. His grandparents lived there the whole time. He, since he was a little guy and he grew up across the street, he had some experiences when he was little, but he kind of shrugged them off. Right. His grandma passed in 1997 in what is now their bedroom. His and oh, his bedroom. No, thank you. Yep. She died of emphysema, which uh-huh. then turned into bone cancer. Which I don't know how that's possible. I meant to ask my friend, Jody, who's a nurse, if that's possible. I don't, but he said it several times. Yeah. That it was emphysema, which led to bone cancer. I, maybe, I don't know. I, y- I got nothing. He loves his grandparents a ton. He talks mm-hmm. about his grandfather who died in 2001, also in the house, on the kitchen floor, to be precise. He doesn't know how he passed on or why there was no autopsy or anything, but he was a hardcore smoker. He was 75 and grandpa was a hardcore Sicilian. Oh, Italian. Italian. So he says his grandparents would not want him to give up.
0: I'm going to go out on a limb and say his grandfather might have died with something connected to smoking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he says that like when Steve says, well, what if Amy says you're you have to move? Or you should move. And he's like, well, I don't, I would want to fight. I don't think, I don't think my parents yeah. would want me to give up. Uh-huh. At which point I hollered at the TV. They also yeah. don't want you to be killed by demons and shit. Yeah. Or your children to be. Or your children to be, yeah, go insane because of right. demons or dead people. Right. Priorities, Joseph. Come on, Joe. So Amy sees an old man who's 70-ish Italian and a heavy smoker. And he died. He died in nineteen nineties to early two thousands. Remember, Joe's grandma died in two thousand one. Yep. Um, she thinks it's a heart attack or maybe emphysema because she says I can't breathe for shit around him. Yeah. Steve does his Steve research, and yeah. he sees yep. a guy. Uh, I was going to say gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's, boy, I think I need that's some dedicated um, research. <laughs> Oh my god i almost did a spit take <laughs> uh, anyway steve sees a genealogist there we go and he talks about this he learns about this family the the cobbler family uh-huh. who lived on the land before joe's family lived there and they quote suffered enough tragedy to last 10 lifetimes they and, usually do yeah and when henry Clo- henry clover Clover Henry Cobler is like the guy that they're talking about the most. His dad passed away, and basically sold him to slavery. They were white, but sold him to slavery to work on someone's farm. That was so in his wait. will that
0: oh, in somebody in the farm okay. gets his
1: son as a farmhand. But then the mom did finally get him back after five years. His grandmother was gored by a bull while she was picking berries. <gasps> what? And then there's more that the, he loses a bunch of children, which I don't really want to get into. Thank it, you. It's, well, it's not like horrible, but it's just, you know, child not deaths. that necessary. Yeah, He yeah. doesn't see any of the children or anything. Yeah. So they've moved on and everything's fine. Good. good. Um, but he does find out about this bloody battle in the French and Indian war that took place on this land. Is that where all the native American soldiers yeah. came from? Yeah. So then Amy, she sees a woman who she says, died poorly. She got her head chopped off or ripped off. And she says, this is not a clean cut. It's very messy. Ah. So i guess that's the bull. Ah. That. Yeah, got gored. With the bowl. Um, she says, no one is safe here. Everyone is at risk. Everyone knew that people shouldn't live in this area. The natives want to clear the area of living people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mostly for their own good, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the, native the natives spirits? are showing her. I'm sorry? The native spirits
1: want that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the natives are showing her things that the things outside the house with the with the <sighs> nails teeth and the and teeth. And yeah. nails and the teeth. Um that they are killing children. Um no. I don't know. She didn't really get yeah. into that. Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she yeah. sees this battle with people getting their heads bashed in by natives, but it's it's not just natives against each other. There's mm-hmm. it's part of the French Indian War. So it's French Yeah, French, I guess. Um okay, so this is the reveal. Okay. Amy describes the old lady and the old man she's seen in the house. This is uh-huh. or, this is to the artist actually. Yeah,
0: yeah. And
1: she describes the man and um as she's describing this to them at the reveal, Steve is floored by how precisely Amy is describing the grandfather, you know, he's Sicilian. He's a yep. heavy smoker. Yep. Um da, da da. And Joe is crying at yeah. this point. Yeah. And so is the Sue. And then when they look back at Steve, I swear Steve's eyes are red too. Like er, there's not a dry eye. Everybody's bawling. Mm-hmm. And Steve says, yep, those are my grandparents. And then Steve, so sweet. He asks, is it okay if I show the picture of your <sighs> grandfather? God, and because Joe's softy. pretty shaken up. Yeah. And so they show the picture of the grandfather and Amy goes, oh, well, I did do a sketch of who I saw. And Steve pulls out the envelope and says, oh, geez, it's your grandfather. Trust me. And I printed out. I did it. Took a picture with my phone. And the there's a photograph. <gasps> and that oh is the sketch. It's identical. It's like the sketch artist was looking at that picture. I know. Look at the wide nose <gasps> and the bushy eyebrows and the square jaw. And the
0: square jaw. Yep. Square jaw. yep. yep. That nose. And is- so
1: everybody was just florn, florn. Everybody was floored by that picture um, because it was it was identical.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Amy says he, the grandfather there, is there and he's watching over the little kids. And Joe says that's how he was with me when I was a little guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I, I will know. Be sobbing. It's yep. so cute. Yeah. And then Amy asks for the kids' names and ages, and she says when she's in the little boy's room, she sees him crying because something's touching him. <gasps> Not a good place for kids. In the other room, which is Brooklyn's, she sees this line of people out the door. One woman is kneeling at the bed and there's a line of dead people down the hall, down the stairs. And she says, whether this child knows it or not, she's a medium and she's helping people move on in her sleep. Mm -mm. And then Joe says, I fucking knew it. (laughs) And he talks about how Brooklyn wrote a book a few years ago when she was about five called Blood Drops Everywhere. Love and it that. was a really graphic story and it scared them. Yeah. And Amy said it's not unusual for children who are mediums to act these things, things out with dolls or writings yep. or stories that yep. would be more appropriate for adults. Yep. And then Amy talks about this thing that's at the side of the house, very tall. I don't and want to see it. It's the it's the knocking and banging, and it's trying to get in. And Steve. Right on cue says, I'm trying to figure out what the hell this thing looks like. And Amy <laughs> says, well, I did do a sketch. Oh, my God. It's almost like it was scripted. It's almost like it's so convenient. Oh, my God. I don't want to see it. I
0: don't want to see ready? it.
1: Yeah. It's not actually that bad. It's not that graphic. Um, You might need to
0: text this to me.
1: <gasps> oh, yeah. Sorry. It goes like this. No. Oh, look at those yes. shoulder blades. Yeah. Long, that Lung the head is what, so creepy. The head just sticks out like straight forward instead of up out the neck. Yeah, it's creepy. You said it wasn't that bad. Well, you lied. To I you. just wanted you to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty creepy.
0: It's so, so creepy. Yeah. Can you imagine? So, Thank God they can't see that.
1: Can you imagine looking out your fucking window and oh, seeing that? Well. So when the parents saw that sketch, Sue, she just goes, oh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then she goes, I don't even want to look at that. Yep. And she's standing like, you know, shielding her eyes the whole time, not looking yeah. down at the at the table. And then Joe tells about how Sue just a few days ago saw that thing walking across the lawn. Jesus. So Steve flips it over because he can see that it's really. She's upset. You. Yeah. Yeah. So. Here's where it gets real. Oh, because before this, it. Steve says he's never seen her sketch anything like that before. Yeah. And he says, are they human? And she says, no, they have harmed children in the past and they're very old and they're focused on the sun. She talks about Brooklyn being a lighthouse for the dead. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't want to leave,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: Brooklyn needs to get, let them talk about what they want, the dead mm-hmm. and open mm-hmm. a line of communication with the dead and suggests. Amy suggests that everybody keeps a dream journal. Mm-hmm. And Sue just like loses it. And she goes, I didn't tell this to anybody, but Brooklyn, like just a week ago or something, Brooklyn asked us all to keep dream journals and write our dreams down. What? And Steve's like, So it sounds like she's ahead of the game. And Amy's like, Oh, yeah, she wants to talk about it. Yeah. And now everybody's crying. Yeah. So she says they have to do a protection. They have to contact a shaman to remove the mm-hmm. dead who are there. Mm-hmm. She gives them black salt to put at the entrances to all the bedroom doors. She says they should build a stone fence following the property line to keep the bad out. Then Steve asks about the tall creature. Is that going to take oh. care of the that big, creepy, tall thing? And Amy says no. And she says they have a situation that she has never seen before. And while she was doing the sketch, she got super upset about it because she was being told while she was doing the sketch, that it was some type of alien. A what now? An alien, oh and it God. wants. There's more than one of them, I guess, and they're trying to get the living living people to leave. Why did they and tell her why? I, no, I. I mean, I guess they're in the way, mm-hmm. especially since one of them's a medium. Yeah, you know, um, Amy says you know it later to the camera she says she's not sure what they are they could be from another world or another Mm -hmm. dimension Mm -hmm. and she's going to refer the family to some experts and perhaps they will have some suggestions but she doesn't have any way to get rid of it wow and then steve says what about the grandparents and she's like oh they're good they're just hanging out yeah i'm like yeah but don't they want to move on maybe that you know i would assume I
0: would assume they don't if they're, you know, they probably want to, especially with all this activity, they As, might want to
1: protect the kids. That's a really good point. And maybe once the activity is gone and they could get they'll rid of that, that alien thing, then maybe they'll just mm-hmm. leave on their own. Yeah. yeah. So they promise they're going to do what Amy suggests and do everything they can do. And uh-huh. then the tag at the end, Yep. Joe and Sue have contacted the shaman are awaiting his arrival. Good. The activity continues. Continues. It always does. Yep. Oh, my God. You should have gone first
0: so I can get those things out of my mind. (laughs) Yeah. That's
1: so creepy. I I won't text it to you tonight, then. Oh, you can't.
0: (laughs) That I mean, the, the grandfather one wasn't creepy. That was... And that's really nice to know. I honestly, I think I've told you about the spirit that I that that followed me for ten years, and yeah. his name was Frank, and I think he saved me from a lot of situations that could have been bad.
1: Yeah. So
0: that's, not all spirits are bad. Some no. are really good.
1: Yeah. I mean, like you know, I like you said, I lived in that house that definitely had some activity, and uh-huh. I was never scared. Oh, see, I I get scared a lot. I mean, I, don't I was. Know why they- I was like, um, who the hell was that? Yeah. But it. I never felt in danger. I never felt scared.
0: I never felt in danger. I was just freaked the fuck out when I see a shape next to my bed. Yeah. And then I think it's my partner. And then he walks in from going yeah. to the bathroom. And then I'm like, who the Whoa, fuck who was, was
1: that? that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I never felt like I was in any danger. But I definitely there was stuff. he was there i mean i i could feel him and saw him huh. but yeah i think he saved me from a lot of bad situations probably yeah. probably too so much for joining us. We appreciate you giving us your time. If you enjoyed it, please tell your friends. And if you hated it, eh, you probably didn't make it this far. Feel free to contact us on our socials or via email. All of the info is in the description. We hope to see you next time when the activity continues.
1: Hi friends, Amy here. I produce The Activity Continues and it is part of the Independent Collected Sounds Podcast Network. We hope you join us next time. Nailed it.